meeting is now being recorded. I'm sorry, Sheriff sure, Sullivan, I think you're on mute. I just called it called to order the, the uh, full council meeting of the urban forestry council for October 25th, 2022. Great. Thank you, Chair Sullivan. The time is 6.05 p.m. Due to the COVID-19 health emergency and to protect council members, department staff, and members of the public, urban forestry council meetings will be virtual until further notice. Council members will attend a meeting through video conference or by telephone if the video fails and participate in the meeting to the same extent as if they were physically present. Unless speaking, please mute your audio to minimize background noise. Please remember to unmute yourself if you wish to speak. Please note that the ringing of cell phones, pagers, and similar devices can still happen virtually and is still prohibited. Please ensure your devices are silent. Public comment will be available on each item on the agenda. Each speaker will be allowed three minutes to speak. Public comment can be made in the following ways. First, participants calling into the meeting via telephone may dial star three to be added to the speaker queue. Please call from a quiet location, speak clearly and slowly, and turn down your TV or radio. Second, participants watching the meeting via personal computer may indicate a desire to comment by clicking on the raise hand symbol in the participant WebEx panel. And third, members of the public may also participate, um, may also submit a comment via email to environment at sfgov.org. If you submit public comment via email, it will be forwarded to the members and will be included as part of the official file. I will now call the roll. Chair Sullivan? Here. Vice Chair Crawford? Here. Member Lachin? Here. Member Vesey Fofel? Here. Member Poloni is excused. Member Nagel? Here. Member Sochiel? Here. Member Sullivan is excused. Member Spiegelman. Present. Member Salvadori. Here. Member Trang is excused. Member Potter is excused. Member Stringer. Here. Chair Sullivan, we have a quorum. Great. Um, so thanks everyone for joining. Um, like I said, we have we have a few items on here that I think are hopefully uh, some pretty quick items. Um, um, and one substantial one. I want to just say thanks again to, or thank you to Morgan for kind of helping to highlight and push the uh, the um, the item that's up here regarding the funding. It's one of the ones we ever had re coming coming back up uh, issues around funding of the urban forestry. So we had some good conversation around that and some possible action um, items around that. More to come on that. Um, with that. Uh, um, Kyle, would you would you mind? Do you want to read the land acknowledgement, and then we could uh, jump into uh, uh, item three? Happy to, Chair Sullivan. The Urban Forestry Council acknowledges that we occupy the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatush Ohlone peoples, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. We wish to pay our respects to the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatush community, and to affirm their sovereign rights as first peoples. We honor the Ramatush Ohlone for their enduring commitment to steward Mother Earth. We recognize that the Ramatush Ohlone have lived in harmony with nature for millennia, 
and that to achieve a truly ecologically sustainable future for San Francisco, we must embrace indigenous traditional ecological knowledge and how we care for the city's lands, waters, and all its people. And with the chair's permission, we can proceed to public comment for the tourist welcome and land acknowledgement. Yep, please. Okay, members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now press star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. And seeing no callers in the queue, public comment on this item is closed. Um, with the chair's permission, we can proceed to item three, which is review and vote on whether to approve resolution file 2022 10 UFC resolution making findings to allow teleconference meetings under California Government Code section 54953E. Speakers Kyle Wainer, Commissioner Affairs Officer, the explanatory document is resolution file 2022 10 UFC. This yeah. is for discussion and action. Yeah, if you want to go ahead and read the, uh, do, we, do we have to read the whole resolution? Uh, we don't. I can just include the summary from the agenda. So the yeah, council. Uh, this is the same, the same item we've had uh, uh, at, at each meeting. Housekeeping. Mm -hmm. up. Yeah, if you want to go ahead and read the summary, and then we can uh, move. Hopefully, to just. Sure, the council discuss and consider adoption of their resolution making findings that government code section 54953E requires in order to allow the council to hold meetings remotely, which is currently required under local law uh, without complying with certain ground act requirements. Moved it up. <laughs> Second. Okay, with the chair's permission, we can open it up for public comment. Yes, please. All right, members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now dial star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it's your turn to speak. And seeing no callers in the queue, public comment on this item is closed. With the chair's permission, I will now call the roll. Please. Chair Sullivan? Aye. Vice Chair Crawford? Aye. Member Lachin? Aye. Member Vesey-Fobel? Aye. Member Poloni is excused. Member Nagel? Aye. Member Sochio? Aye. Member Sullivan is excused. Member Spiegelman? Aye. Member Salvadori? Hi. Did you hear me? Um, it's a little yeah. faint, Member Salvadori. I'm sorry, I said hi. I said hi. Sorry. <laughs> Member Trang is excused. Member Potter is excused. Member Springer? Hi. The motion passes.
Okay, you want the next item? Okay, the next item is item four adoption of minutes of the September 23rd, 2022 Urban Forestry Council meeting. Explanatory document is the September 23rd, 2022 draft minutes. This item is for discussion and action. I didn't have any edits or updates to it unless anyone else did. I would move to approve. Second. Okay. Any objections? I think we could take the roll. Oh, we'll just need to open it up for public comment. First. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now press star three to be added to the queue. Those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it's your turn to speak. And see no callers in the queue. Public comment on this item is closed. With the chair's permission, I will call the roll. Chair Sullivan? Aye. Vice Chair Crawford? Aye. Member Lachin? Aye. Member Vesifavel? Aye. Member Poloni is excused. Member Nagel? Aye. Member Sochiel? Aye. Member Sullivan is excused. Member Spiegelman? Aye. Member Salvadori? Aye. Member Trang is excused. Member Potter is excused. Member Stringer? Aye. The motion passes. With the chair's permission, we can proceed to item five. Sorry, yes, no, let's proceed, please. Okay, item five, general public comment. Members of the public may address the council on matters that are within the council's jurisdiction and are not on today's agenda. Members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now press star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it's your turn to speak. We do have one call in the queue. Just one moment. Hello, caller. You're unmuted. Your three minutes begins now. Hello, uh, members of UFC. Um, my name is Lance Carnes. Um, a member of the public who's very much interested in the health of our urban canopy. Um, the uh, item here is uh, the annual report. That's Probably the number one thing that the UFC is impaneled for is to submit an annual report on the health of San Francisco's uh, arbor uh, canopy by the first week in September. 
and it's submitted to the Board of Supervisors. Uh, it's now about two months late, and the downside is that the Board of Supervisors doesn't know what the state of urban forest needs are, we're not going to get any money from them. So I would encourage you, as I have before, to get on this. Um, I, I would like to know how many trees we have on our urban, urban canopy, um, and I'm sure everybody in the Board of Supervisors and the general, general public would like to know. So thank you. Kyle. Great, thank you for your comment. Um, Jesus, did you want to comment? Yeah, I was going to report on it uh, later on, but I just want to thank um, Lance for being diligent about showing up to these meetings and uh, bringing that item up. Um, we definitely are working on it and hoping to have a draft of it for the following plan funding committee as um, we are aware that the next budgeting cycle for the city begins in December. Uh, I'm hoping to have that in by, by then um, so that we do get that information into the Board of Supervisors for funding purposes. Thank you again. Great. Thank you, Jesus. And seeing no additional callers in the queue, public comment on this item is closed. With the chair's permission, we can proceed to item six. Please. Okay, item six is review and vote on approval of resolution file 2022-11 EFC, amending article 12, parental leave policy to the Urban Forestry Council's bylaws. Explanatory documents are the draft resolution file 2022-11 UFC, Urban Forestry Council bylaws to be adopted. This item is for discussion and action. The council will uh, discuss and consider approving a resolution to amend the council's bylaws to reflect the city's parental leave policy for members of appointed city boards, commissions, and advisory bodies. Well, again, I think it's a pretty straightforward item. I'm hoping uh, kind of housekeeping item here. If we can, um, I would, unless there's discussion or anyone has comment on the city's policy that we want to include, I would vote, uh, I would move to, um, uh, uh, move to approve. Second. Not hearing any other. Second. Yeah, we got a second. There's no other comment or objection. I think we can uh, open it, Kyle, for comment. Thank you, Chair Sullivan. Uh, members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now press star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it's your turn to speak. See no callers in the queue. Public comment on this item is closed. With the chair's permission, I will call the roll. Chair Sullivan? Aye. Vice Chair Crawford? Aye. Member Lachin? Aye. Member Risa Fauvel? Aye. Member Poloni is excused. Member Nagel? Aye. 
Member Social. Aye. Member Sullivan is excused. Member Spiegelman. Aye. Member Salvadori. Aye. Member Trang is excused. Member Potter is excused. Member Stringer. Aye. The motion passes. And with the chair's permission, we can proceed to item seven. Yes, please. Okay, item seven is discussion and possible action on funding needs of urban forestry and strategies to promote the increase of funding for urban forestry. The speaker is Morgan Basifabel, council member. This item is for discussion and possible action. The council may make a motion to draft a report documenting the need for increased funding for tree planting to be submitted to the mayor and to further discuss strategies for identifying funding sources and opportunities for interorganizational collaboration to plant and care for trees. Yes, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I, I requested to add the item uh, for discussion and and just for everyone to collaborate and start ready to to like give some ideas and and kind of lay down the whole situation that, that we have. And, and so, you know, everybody requesting for more funding, for more this and more that, but, you know, we can't go to the mayor or anywhere and ask for money for any organization. We don't have a plan and a real number that show, you know, how, how are we doing now and how are we going to do it? What's the solutions and what's the ideas behind everything? And, and it's really we need to start laying down. So that's just a, a first discussion. So I think it's going to be few of them. And and so um, I'm just going to put them up there. So you know I've been looking at kind of a no, no numbers, and I know we have those thirty thousand tree numbers, but I'm going to stop at ten thousand trees just to give a simple math. You know. Um, so when we look at ten thousand trees um, to be planted, you know. Are we talking about and we look at the number that's given by buff you know on you know the cost of planting trees twenty two hundred dollars now but uh, basically you know we need twenty two million now for ten ten thousand trees be planted you know now what we when just looking at those numbers now I'm not looking at all the other options you know and twenty two hundred dollars Per trees, I mean, watering and planting and things like that, you know, that's the average. I'll say, you know, $3,000 looks like a bit of average to me, you know, uh, on a higher cost, you know. So, so I'm just kind of laid down to like, you know, this is like, how do you pursue and how you plant trees now? You know, so we have different organizations, they have different rates and how fast they plant trees, depending where they are. But I'm, I'm not looking at all the organization. I'm only looking at the trees that are actually in the sidewalk now, because that's the most important trees. So I'm not looking at residual trust or BCSF or, you know, uh, even the Golden Gate Park, you know, Reckon Park or PUC. I'm, I'm thinking about where the tree is the most important, because that's where we have to plant the trees now. So, you know, if I plant 500 trees in Montsutro, it's not going to make much difference for the people that live in the city. It will make some difference, but not for the people around, around, uh, only around my area. You know, around it's just not going to do. It's not. It's going to. It's not going to do it now. So, 
so the, the reality it's like that's where we have to focus and that's where you know um uh, team needs some help and nick is using a lot of other people to do it so they use their team they use contractor to do it and everything so if we go and we say hey we need 10 we need to plant 10,000 trees and basically we need to plant you know you know a lot of trees every year nick cannot do it right now and nobody else can do it technically you know so we can't just say hey nick i'm going to give you more money you're going to do it no can you do it tomorrow can you start plant 6000 trees like that no you can't no because you need the logistic and things like that so um you have we have all those different groups that live in a city like FERF and other group you know um so um so how do we look at this it's just like there's only few options like literally only few options so we need funding why because we need to plant 10,000 trees. they need to be in the street how are we going to do this there's only two major options we need the funding it's easier we prove and we have a contractor a massive RFI massive contract and we give it to someone to plant the tree you know and 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 just like have a big team a big project manager and like that can be under nick you know most likely on on the, the how do you what's your guys name now dpw slash buff slash we'll see next year you know uh public sanitation at the moment <laughs> but yeah that's that's really the situation now so these options the option is to request funding to the mayor to open a major rfq you know and bring someone uh, uh, someone to come and start plugging plugging trees in the city you know and following the guideline and and but it says like requesting funding to a major open bid you know and start planting, planting trees that's one option uh the other option is basically going back to the vote you know like pop e and they say hey we made a mistake you know we really need funding the first three years now right away not during the maintenance you know and that's another option is going back to public you know and and that's probably one kind of a hippie outside like it's a difficult option you know uh it's it, so i, I kind of look at pop a for example and uh, a pop e i'm sorry and and you know i didn't if someone can uh contract 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 tell me if i'm wrong but San Francisco, uh, San Francisco School District is receiving $500,000 a year for uh, tree funding. So they don't plant a lot of trees, man. Uh, when we look at the recall for the last two to three years, they do get funding now to help them for maintaining the trees, but they're not really planting any trees. You know, last year they didn't plant any, you know, and have a lot of land and they have need too, because. They, they have a lot, this school around the, my area right there, in this area, like around the Parnassus Heights and even lower, you can tell the, the playground doesn't have any trees around, they just have some remaining trees, some pine that got removed and, you know, like all the pine, you know, in the city, on the coast. So, so those are also something interesting, you know, it's like, hey, you know, 
there's some people trying really hard to plant trees. Some people, you know, maybe they need a help to plant trees. You know, there's a little gap. So those are all the what I'm kind of set back and looking. And I'm looking at those numbers. I, I don't like the 2.2 number, the 2200 number, for example, that we have in the strategic plan, because we know, you know, you know it's going to go higher and higher every year. Everything costs so much faster, especially in the city of San Francisco now. It, it, it's the most expensive city to build in the, in, the, in, the, in the world, you know? So it's the same thing, you know, planting a tree, it's going to be more expensive than anywhere in the world. And as the inflation, it, it's just going to go higher faster than anybody else. So, you know, 2200 is a good number, but by the time we get there, it'll be, it'll be 3000, you know? It, it, it's, it's going to be, you know, a, a long time. Uh, I say a long time to see. One also, you know, when we look at all the number and, you know, I, I listened, I was not present when Brian from Perth presented a little bit about Perth and the tree, all the tree planting um, they, they, they're working on and things like that. And I, I was just kind of, uh, you know, like looking again at that cost of the number of how to plant trees. So for FERC, for example, they're using the same number of like 2.2, you know, 2200. And we were discussing a little bit earlier, well, many of they probably pulled that number of, of the strategic plan, you know. You know, but, you know, it just, it looks like everybody's using the same number, but that number was really given by, you know, Nick and his team because they calculated how much it's going to cost them to, to plant trees. If I use a contractor, I can probably get it lower. No, if it's a nonprofit, the crew probably gonna get lower somewhat because they don't, you know, in cost of hourly rate. So there's this discrepancy about roughly five hundred dollars for a tree, depending who's planting it. No, it goes up and down. So, but multiply by ten thousand tree, a five hundred dollar discrepancy. It's a lot of money. No. Uh, so, so that's uh, how I see a little bit, and how I, I, I summarize a little bit what we kind of been talking about for a little, a little bit. So, you know, thirty thousand trees, ninety ninety million dollar, no, at three thousand, three thousand, three thousand dollar the pop, no. So, what do you think about, you know? Asking for, if you ask for funds, you need to have a plan. And one of the plan is maybe have a major RFQ, you know, and have a, put it for bid and say, hey, we get the fund. You have to plant 10,000 trees. You have, you know, five years to do it. And, and um, you can use, you know, that's just the, the way it can, because they, nobody else, it needs, we need more hand, huh? So it's easier we get a contractor. We're never going to have enough people in, or, and leader groups, community groups. They're going to help. They, they have funding system already, and, and some of us can help them and help fund them and with grants and other things. But they will never be able to plant tree fast enough. It's just it's just a fact now. So so I think. The main way to do it is to get a, a major uh, open bid contract and put a big number and and try to 
get a big number of trees in the ground right away now. That's... Hey, Morgan. Morgan, uh, can I interrupt? Absolutely, absolutely. I just wanted to mention that we have a, a planting and watering contract that we're in the middle of right now. Uh, it was only for 100 trees. Uh, it was kind of a pilot to see what pricing we would get. Um, it, we wanted it to be enough that there would be um, the sufficient volume of work for them to assign a truck to water it so they um, um, they would have you know enough work to to make it worth their while um, and we, the pricing was all over the place we got three bids um, one for ten thousand three hundred dollars a tree one for seventy two hundred dollars a tree and then the lowest bid that we went with was for twenty three forty one so uh, it, it was close to what our pricing was, which was was good to hear. But um, I'm very glad we got that low bid, or we we would have probably walked away from issuing that. Uh, but I I would echo what you're saying that looking ahead, pr prices are rising, costs are increasing. But the the other complication is that we've planted a lot of the easy sites, and going forward, there's going to be more outreach, more concrete to be cut, that's gonna increase the cost of this. But uh, I was, um, I just wanted to provide some numbers to your, your context. Yeah, that's a, that's a good, that was one of my questions because when all the number I've seen everywhere, there, there was no price of concrete cuts, you know? And and that 2200 number, it's just a, a straight cost. It doesn't talk about uh, concrete cuts and, and 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 uh, dispose out of concrete now. That was excluding this. Is it, is it correct? Do, correct. Sorry, I have a question. Um, just general question before we dive into my comments. Um, so the role of this council is to influence somehow the um, think the way things are done. I hope, and it's just not accepting the status quo. I, this is my interpretation why I'm here and I'm just listening around. And so I I understand the rising of costs, but um, I think there is a huge cost when the city does things. And, uh, you know, with all respect, I think $2,500 per tree, it's really a lot of money. And uh, I understand, even uh, I understand that, you know, I think it's three project. So I, I, it's not like I, should, I should mention too, this is for three years of weekly watering. Yeah. yeah. And but so what what I'm thinking is that I mean it's good to go out and ask for funding for sure. I mean it's better than not having funding. But I'm wondering if this group can do something a little bit more creative about thinking alternatives of um, ways of planting trees and having maintained because you know up to say a few years ago uh, property owner had to maintain trees and people were complaining and I I don't think it's a good model either but when you know there is a difference between the private owner and the nonprofit or a school or a you know an institution for example uh, or a business and so i think uh, you know assuming that it's a blank slate and everything has to be the same by neighborhood it, it, it does increase the cost because then you assume that you have to have these trucks going around and watering and then there is not enough money and then the trees are not there, you know, so we are behind. So I, I think we should push ourselves a little bit if we are going out with a motion or, or a proposal 
to think about other alternatives to have to decrease costs because to the point of not to bring up the the shameful uh, 1.7 million toilet in our valleys it's not the same thing but i think that general public is a little bit tired of listening to the city using all this money for a lot of infrastructure that should be provided and so I think, uh, you know, I heard from the public that they're complaining that there are not enough trees. And so I think maybe a way to go about it. I mean, it's good to ask for a lump sum and then see what happens and then under underperform and under deliver because we're not going to have enough money ever. Like if you have to ask millions, millions of dollars for tree planting per year, it's not going to work. Or maybe find other, a little bit more um, subtle proposal where we can look at also you know, who can maintain these trees and, uh, you know, where we have a benefit uh, C CBD, maybe we can do partnership with the CBDs. I know it's a lot of work, but it's also like maybe lowering the cost because it seems like it's a lot of money if uh, if we want to plant all these trees, uh, even 2,500 to me, it seems like a big, big number. Well, I, it seems it doesn't seem like a very big number to me, no. But I, you know, I, for for all of the maintenance that comes with it, I think there's a handful of things that I would like to pull apart here. And Morgan, again, thanks for pushing this issue. But um, you know, we're we're an advisory council to the mayor, the board of soups, etc., around urban forestry. We're definitely like I think our role is to bring our expertise and to be advocates for the urban forestry, and ideally, yeah, innovative ideas and really kind of try to help. Um, you know, expand the way they're thinking about the urban forest and how we can manage it. I think um, there's a couple of things are, that are really interesting about this. So I think funding request, you know, just a straight up funding request is like critical. And I think we need to, what I would love to do out of this meeting is to find a way to have um, some sort of an action out of this item that we can create whether it's a request a report a combination of the two that starts to highlight in a very um i think um uh with some you know basis behind it and some very sound reasoning why we need the funding how we're seeing from things like our years of tracking through the um uh the our annual report other information we've been gathering some of the some of the stuff that um you know we've done over the past year of looking at distribution and or the lack of equal equal distribution of canopy throughout the city we have a lot of stuff that we've been looking at talking about doing and like researching that can be tools to kind of quickly i think package this conversation to the mayor in particular and i think more importantly to the board of soups and tell them this is an issue this is what's not happening i think you know at the end of the day 22 million dollars i know it's a lot of money but it's not that big of a you know, compared it's to the city not budget. that much money for uh, no. gubernamental uh, uh, funding. You know, it seems and, a lot of money, but it's not a lot of money. It, it's but, not a lot of money. And I think, you know, part of what we can reemphasize, because I think, you know, the mayor has, you know, frankly, kind of, you know, not stepped up for a lot of these issues, obviously, as we've discussed with the, uh, the climate action plan in particular and things. So I think I'm, I'm concerned that there's not you know, I, I get there's, you know, infrastructure, you know, the utility kind of basics and other issues around homelessness and things that are a lot more kind of front of mind and visually apparent to people that 
things like the tree canopy and the urban forest are not as kind of tangible maybe but you know it's a it's a drop in the bucket for the benefits it brings and i think so i think what we need to do what i would love to do is find a way i think we need to get and i don't know jesus how much of your time we can rely on this for but craft and i again i would like to, it would be great if we out of this discussion we get an action that can like craft ideally a, a, an ask a request and that's accompanied by some sort of a report that kind of backs up this information. I think the other thing that's kind of complementary to and separate, maybe is some of what Alaria you were just talking to, which is there's innovative different ways, whether it's working with, you know, I think throwing money at a problem is not always, is not, you just can't solve it by throwing more money at it. There's only so much we can, you know, that, that you know, Nick can manage or that the city can do. But I think there's lots of different ways. There's lots of different community groups, there's lots of different private contractors, there's ways to, you know, also hire people, there's all of these different solutions. So I think in, I would love to, to say in conjunction with like doing an immediate request that aligns with the current city budget cycle is to also have uh, a secondary kind of follow up, maybe something that we could bring back again to individual soups and or the board and or the mayor um, that is about creative ideas and ways that we get inter, either interagency and or organizational kind of cross working. And, you know, it's, you know, Fuff does a ton. I know Buff does tons or, you know, public works and uh, in, in regards to all the urban forestry stuff. And we've got groups like, um, you know, uh, lots of different community groups doing their parts as well. But I think, you know, it'd be really, good to find ways to have something that's like a um, some I don't know I, we, we've done in the past like when we were I, I, I made this uh, example to Jesus when we were talking about this item before we put it on the agenda about when we had these kind of talking groups and kind of created white paper around some of the historic eucalyptus stands and we had lots of different community groups and other experts that we kind of brought together into the council and you know our role is really to like advise so if we can get the right people and we can have some interesting creative ideas that we can push out you know i think that there's there's ways that you that that's a benefit that we can really bring to kind of help kind of help, try to help i think problem solve the ways to get more trees in the ground and i think it starts with a, like an, a much more immediate request and demand really for funding and i think you know 22 we would you know you know, it needs to be higher than that because we're not going to get whatever we ask for. I can tell you that. But. Um, Could we? Sorry, sorry. There is no uh, raised hand thing here. So, but what? Sorry. Ask yes. some clarifications real quick before we move forward. Uh, sorry, Ilaria. Actually, the, no, no, the okay. question is for you. Um, you're commenting on cost reduction strategies. Um, for that, uh, I'd like to just we should should we do that as a should I note that as a future agenda item, like potentially like promoting different uh, strategies of collaborating between um, departments and organizations to make sure we could find ways to make planting this many trees uh, more cost effective. Is that kind of what you were going towards with your your comment earlier? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we 
but maybe to Dan's point, Danny's point, maybe we can also put it as part of this deliverable that we are preparing for the okay. ask. Um, it seems to me that, um, yeah, so in any case, it's an item to be discussed and research, I guess. Okay. Um, uh, I'm wondering if, uh, you know, working with uh, maybe one single district as a pilot um, could be a proposal if we are allied with the specific um, bo uh, mem uh, bo sorry, supervisor. Maybe there is a supervisor who's more interested in this topic than others. And we could propose that their district can do a pilot where we can put into action these um, ideas, for example, you know, um, working with the, uh, with the local organizations or a CBD or, um, uh, I don't know, other, depends where it is, the, the district. But, you know, sometimes having a supervisor championing, the in, having an interest and doing a pilot in their district is a way to kind of pilot these ideas first. But I leave it to okay. Nick, Nicholas to this. You know, you, you you do that as a job, so I, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm just throwing our ideas there because I feel like there is potential when we go for an ask to do to do a little bit, ask a little bit more creatively. Just instead of just asking for the flat funds and come back and do it. I mean, it's good to do it, but because it seems like to, there is a lag, a gap between what we need and what we can get. Maybe we can also get creative about. And I think, uh, you know, the greening of a neighborhood, as we all know, it's always like a stewardship. As a stewardship component, as brings people together, so it can be also positive for other things, not just for the trees themselves. Um, sorry, I had another question before, since I have the microphone, I'm going to shut up. Um, so, are we considering also, when we talk about urban forest, this is something maybe I brought up once, but are we, can we, are we allowed to consider also the understorage, uh, meaning the sidewalk gardens, or those are not in our um, scope? Because yeah. that's a good way to green when you, have, when you have utilities, for example, right? We all know that sometimes we cannot plant trees because of utilities, but with those you can. And I know that FAF recently, the recent year as a tree well uh, um, augmentation program. And so I think we should go with that too, because that's a beautiful source of greening that it's not necessary tree. Yeah. So in the environment code, our um, council seems to be, I guess, depending on interpretation, very focused on trees specifically. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it's been brought up to the council before and um, still we have heard items that include understory discussion uh, from what I've gone back to look at. Uh, so I don't think it's out of the question to discuss, but um, I think our advisory capacity is specifically for, for trees at the moment, but that can be another thing we can uh, talk about for in the future. Yeah, but if no, no one else is advocating for the understory, we should do it. Well, because mm -hmm. it's it's the with, trip with, with all due respect, I think that opens up a large can of worms where yeah. people are going right. to argue in those neighborhoods that don't have trees, hey, maybe you can just plant some sidewalk gardens. Maybe trees are too expensive. I, I mean, I'm having trouble with your argument that the cost of tree is high, but we should also look at understory. Do you think it's less expensive if we plant both the trees and the understory? I don't think it is. So yes. I think in this discussion, I, I think it's better if we focus on trees because okay. a number of kind of difficult issues we're, we're trying to get that. Certainly understory is a worthy discussion in and of itself, 
but I, I think we really would open up, we will open up a real problematic pathway um, if we say, well, you know, this neighborhood doesn't have any trees, it has a lot of concrete, maybe we just don't plant trees here. Is that the pathway you want to go down? No, I, just, mm, I well, don't think I was I, meaning that, actually. Uh, I, what well, I meant is that sometimes there is a lag, there are gaps in the street, like when you take a block, you look at the block and there are some trees and some gaps, and sometimes the gaps are driveways because of housing typology, but sometimes are utilities where you cannot put a tree, either either poles or, you know, gas lines or other lines. And so, you know, the, the sidewalk landscape allows you to complete the streetscape without having where you would have to leave concrete. So it's not either tree or sidewalk, like one, one against the other. It's more about if you don't put a tree because you can't put a tree, you would put a sidewalk landscape. They also are augmentation of the tree pit, so ecologically it's better. There's more infiltration, less concrete. So I think that's the latest practice also by FAF. And what I was saying is that because it is related to trees indirectly, maybe it's nice to add that as an item as well, where in, in places where you cannot plant, uh, maybe you can put that one as a typology instead of leaving, you know, concrete. Um, that, that was my point, but that's I understand yeah. that we should we should we should have the I think we should have the discussion actually separately because that that'll absolutely come up if there is funding. Yeah, no, I, I, you can I, I, spend I, 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 a lot of money to you know put in a tree and maybe relocate utilities, relocate the tree pit or something like that, or you can spend less money to plant the sidewalk garden. That will be a real discussion to be had. Um, and I don't have an answer for it. I'm just saying it's not maybe quite as straightforward. And there will absolutely be situations where substitution will be made, even if that's not your intent. Um, and again, I think it's a somewhat separate issue. If we're talking about cost of trees and the number of trees, I, I would say for this specific issue, let's let's keep it to trees, cost of trees, number of trees, how we fund that. And then we can certainly open up discussion of, okay, in places where we absolutely can't put a tree, what do we do? Where does that funding come from? Do we use the tree funding for sidewalk gardens? Maybe, maybe not. But again, that's a, that's a different discussion. And I think we should, we really, given how badly we're doing on tree planting, and I think Morgan pointed that out, um, it'd be helpful to maybe keep that discussion to, to start and then say, okay, we realize there will be some situations where there will not be, there's no possibility of putting in a tree. Okay, how do we include some vegetation there? But again, I think there is a real slippery slope and kind of potential for substitution here that, if we're not careful, is, is going to take us further away from having a kind of equal canopy across the city, which I think is a worthy goal. Um, and my only other comment is, thank you, Morgan, for, for that summary. I think there is a real question of who would be able to do this kind of tree planting at scale. And I think we should really look into that and, and have a plan because Buff is not capable of doing it logistically. Right. Friends of the Urban Forest are not capable of doing it logistically. The other small community groups Can anyone hear him still? No. Wait one second. 
that's going to come back. The gap we have between the number of trees we want planted and the capacity of those gr existing groups to plant trees. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I, think Mark, yeah. I think to Morgan's point, I think it's, it's, a, it's an independent contract and it's multiple contracts. It's not a single one. It's not a small project. It's a big, huge project. And it's getting, you know, a bright view and others like them and enticing them with, you know, a, you know, three or 4,000 tree allotment or something, whatever it might be. I mean, it's volume and it's uh, like a multi-year volume uh, contract that gets you that, um, that price point and that gets you the, the, the players who are big enough to do this. But I think it's, it's a multi, I think it's. Ideally, it would be all of those things. It would be buff. It would be fuff. It would be independent, you know, private contract. It would be community group. It would be everything. But, you know, if the mayor wants to give us, you know, $50 million to manage that, I'm happy to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can so I ask a question um, just to follow up on something Andrew said earlier? Um, and I wanted to get a clarifying question about a, a potential strategy here. Um, one thing you brought up and I think is worth examining is the possibility of paying somebody to do a report that maybe analyzes the literature or the, or the gray literature or, the, or what other cities have done around this question. It can't be that this question hasn't been had some innovation brought to it and yeah. maybe we already have that information. Maybe we don't, but was your proposal as part of what were a multi-tiered approach to, to getting this to happen to, uh, to request some smaller funding to turn around a lit review of some kind that would enable us to get a lot more information about what other cities have, have used. Have they used incentive programs? Have they used? That's a really good point. I, I had not thought of, I, that's not quite the way I was thinking about it. What I was thinking is that we have more of an immediate kind of an ask that was like, you know, a, you know, letter to the mayor or, or a simple, simple report. And then there's more work to be done behind that. And I think that would be maybe, maybe part of what we do is highlight, you know, do a um, resolution and or letter and it's got, um, a couple of different, you know, asks in it. Maybe one is around, you know, some smaller, more modest funding for the Urban Forestry Council to help facilitate, you know, with with staff, help facilitate a more kind of reason scientific, you know, researched report that looks at, you know, all of those items that you just mentioned. And then as in, in addition, the kind of bigger funding question. I, I'm just, I'm, again, I, my, my big concern is that, you know, given all the pressures on city budgets right now, I'm afraid that we're, you know, um, I don't know how, 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 how much, um, how, uh, how successful any of these would be, but um, not to be cynical about it, but, you know, I think there's different, there's a couple of different ways. So I think, I think one of the concerns I have is that there's like a pretty immediate, I, I'd like to get in something, you know, started immediately, even if it's a more simplistic kind of, you know, resolution or letter that highlights some of the kind of information and, and understanding that we do have 
about the reductions in canopy in San Francisco and what we've been seeing and what has been outlined already in the work that we've already done as a council in the master plan, the urban forest master plan that we're not meeting. And there's some pretty good, clear, clean information there that we can say, this is what we said we need. This is what we're not doing already. And this is what it's going to cost to get us just to that point. And in addition, you know, we as a council need X to help, you know, get better, you know, find better ways, smarter ways to do everything. Something like that. I don't know. Just hey, and, and we keep talking about city funding. I mean, last Brian's presentation last week highlighted maybe we should be obviously we should be thinking beyond city funding. Um, there's a lot of California funding. There's a lot of federal funding potential. So I would hope that that any kind of report would consider the, the opportunities that are currently out there. Yeah, Cal Fire is typically a big supporter of all of the urban forestry issues. Um, yeah, there's there's other funding sources. I think you know. To me, there is also, I'm sorry to cut you off, but there is other funding source that could come. Okay, but they may not come, and we don't know when they're going to come. You know, it's just kind of the things. And the city of San Francisco and the county of San Francisco is a very rich county. They make a lot of money, so most likely on the grant system, on the federal grant or state system, then it's not going to be priority. You know, they're not. It's it's going to go somewhere else first. No, it could go for to low income neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah, but low income neighborhoods in San Francisco as well. Uh, the Cal Fire money is is designated for low income disadvantaged communities, uh, but they're adding in new requirements like. Uh, 24 square feet for a tree basin, which we can do in certain parts of the city. And they told us this year that next year it's going to go up and up. They gave us a waiver, a one time waiver, but we're, we're just not going to have 30 square foot basins and, and larger. Um, That's I, I do think that there's the perception this that is like the, if we get more money from somewhere else. It's still going to go back to the same system that is working now to plant trees. Now, yeah, we don't yeah. have more. That's the that issue. Now, we get more money from somebody else. Eventually, Nick's going to get it. Now, yeah, but he still have the same issue to have, uh, you know, how many trachias and all that stuff. You know, so that's what I'm saying. You know, so yeah. it's still going to the manpower thing. Now, yeah, it's it just like, are we coming with a bang and we plant ten thousand trees? Yeah, and we catch up. You know, and after Nick and everybody else is is still on pace to keep doing what we're supposed to do right now with the other funding that comes and trickle during the, the next 10 years, you know? Or are we coming and doing a bang and try to, you know, plant a bank of bunch of trees? There's other solutions that um US Forest did, you know, in the fifties, you know, uh in uh, it, and it's not the greatest solutions, you know. But remember they were donated pine trees you now, now they're all dead, you know. But they will donate trees, you know, and and to people to plant trees. So they're not going to plant them in the front yard, no, obviously, but they can plant them in their backyard, you know. Because again, in when you look at map of the city of country of San Francisco, there's not that lot of trees in the people's backyard. You see a lot of artificial turf, a lot of decks. First, because it's not very big, it's a little square, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, but. You know, it's also there's all you know. You can plant more trees. It's different meter. Yeah. You can 
distributed seedlings. But I mean, you know, if we had, to, if there was funding, if there really was that kind of funding that we could, you know, there, there, you could have a tiered system too, where it's street, and then there's other kind of, you know, programs. I mean, by the way, that's the the your, the ask that Morgan was outlining. That's two percent of what we spend on the um, on homelessness in San Francisco. So, uh, you know, that to, just to put it in context. In a way. year. Yeah. <laughs> and this would close the gap, but. To to Lou's point, we we are definitely headlong pursuing uh, funding sources from other levels, like the state and federal. Tomorrow we have a the whole day set aside. We're giving a tour. We're a finalist for a, a another state grant, not Cal Fire. Uh, we're hoping to to land that that money. So we'll we will keep the full court blitz going on that. And I I do like Morgan's idea of of having a plan, but that that was something that. We started. I, I think that there's a, there's a, a weird place for city employees to exist in this. We don't want to be um, policy advocates. We we want to be a resource. If if you are telling me something, hey Nick, go work on this. Nick, can you write this? Can you make this? I can turn around and John and Sway and I we can put our brains together. But I do feel weird like coming up and saying like I want. I want this and I want that. So I, I, I try to listen, but I think having a plan is excellent. And then uh, just to to um, piggyback on something you were saying, Andrew, I think uh, if, even if it's a good or bad budget year, just going over it year after year, we, we just got funded for a, a new nighttime media and maintenance crew. And we asked six years in a row and it just seemed like we were just, just hitting a wall and then we got it and we were like stunned. We didn't like, wait, that that old request? Um, but I think that having that and just going back year after year, even if it gets half funded and then a couple years later, the rest of it gets funded, I think yeah. that is, is feasible. And then also uh, something you were mentioning about, like the, or someone else mentioned this, the uh, like who could do this work and we, what we've been trying to do with our um, tree maintenance work, and I, I would suggest this as one of the approaches, is we you, we could partition it between some large players who can swoop into San Francisco with a big crew and knock stuff out. There's a place for that, but also um, a, a separate stack that we would designate for smaller companies to support those businesses. I think one of the issues is the maintenance of trees went from property owners who were hiring small companies that they knew and then became the city. And I didn't, none of us wanted to see those small businesses get displaced. So ma making sure that, that there was um, funding allocated, still in a competitive bid process. Uh, and then also our grant partners where we we could allocate money to them. I think an extra bonus with, with FUF and Climate Action Now and other groups is that they've got outside private investment for donations and volunteer labor that can help um, where they might, they may have high costs in one place. They, they're able to um, ultimately drive down their costs to the city uh, by differing with other sources. So um, sorry for the word salad, but I just wanted to cover some of those points. Um, I do. Um, I do want to go back to Andrew's suggestion of creating something formal to present to the 
Board of Supervisors. I think it's really important for us to start creating that urgency or that sense of communication with the whole board as uh, as the board itself. Because you know whether we get funded or not, I think we definitely need to start letting them know that you know maintenance for trees is super important and it's going it's an issue we're going to have regardless. And we just got to keep putting it on the table, mm -hmm. talking to them, make sure that we are saying, okay, the, this council is asking for this, send it to them, and then they could say no, and then we do it again. But, or, you know, again, this is the way the city, but we need to do something now, just saying, start the initial communication and then kind of continue to figure out what those specifics are once we get some sort of money, whether that's a coordinator to integrate other cities and what we're doing with agencies and the tiered system, all that could be worked out by someone who can be given that resources and to, to create, you know, to have the capacity to, to integrate with that. Yeah, um, thank you. Um, so right now, just to, to kind of bring in a little bit uh, from like the major discussions we're having, it sounds like the three potential action items or all three action items right now are creating a report um, or a letter or something in support of, uh, or to relay the information that we really need more trees um, and how we're losing trees and how that's going for the Board of Supervisors, a request for funding and potentially taking a third thing, potentially taking uh, the RFP that Nick's, uh, that Buff is putting together to use as an example for the in the event that we do get that money. Um, and as a note, the formal report, um, I I mean, I'd be interested in seeing that happen. It would be, uh, if I had like support from some of the council members, I think it'd be cool to also include that whatever language might end up in that report into the annual Airforce report as part of the recommendations section. Um, the, RFP, I guess I could follow up with you, Nick, to start looking at what that sounds like. Um, and then for planning what we do with that funding, um, I guess in a way that's like structuring like a game plan for who it would even be, um, or like who we hope to address with the like citywide RFP, like if we do get this money, um, what does this RFP look like for like how many grants, like who are these grants designated for? Uh, do we have suggestions about how they go about this project? Did, like, yeah. am I, is this about what? This uh, I, I think that sort of makes sense. Um, I think what I, the way I would approach it, and I'm totally open to convo on this, but what I would do is, I mean, making the request is the important thing. Having some amount of information that backs up the request is important to me. And then maybe just highlighting some of the issues and items that we think we could help kind of strategize, whether it's around, you know, the, the actual implementation, you know, I'm sure everybody on the council has lots of ideas on how we could do that. Or, you know, um, how we could, you know, leverage the actual funding into, you know, whether it's agencies, city agencies, community groups, private contract, all those things could be done. I think all of that information, we could figure, you can figure out how to do all that if there was funding to do it. And so I think the, the, the big, in my mind, again, given that kind of, you know, it'd be nice to do this in budget cycle. And uh, that's something, um, Jesus, I don't know if you or, or Kyle could talk to. 
about the logistics of this because I think, uh, you know, uh, my concern is that we'd have to draft something, bring it back to the full council at least, if not at least to the planning and funding, have something that's either a, uh, you know, a sternly written letter and or a resolution or a report that would go to both the Board of Soups as well as the mayor and, and gets in front of all of them in time ahead of budget decisions and also in, ahead of, you know, hopefully early enough that we can get, you know, public to kind of support it as well. Yeah. Um, so the um, budget cycle begins in December. Um, the uh, Board of Supervisors start making their budget plan and instructions. Um, and then city departments start uh, making budget proposals also in December, but um, they should have been received by the um, Board of Supervisors by March 1st. Um, and I think most departments probably have submitted before then. Um, that's that's what that cycle looks like at the beginning at least. So I'm assuming we'd be shooting to get this in by at least January if we can't. It, yeah. I mean, December I assume is gonna be mostly the um, report. Um, but yes, I think prioritizing it at the beginning of the year. Can you can you remind us also just as a group, uh, we have, I don't remember, do we, we have a, we not have a November meeting, right? No November meetings we have. Uh, Planning and funding on the sixth, and then uh, the next week on the ninth. Um, and is there a way? Can we get um, if we have if we're able to craft some sort of a language out of this action item that you know, or enough of a kind of an action directive? Could we have planning and funding write some kind of initial request, or do like an initial kind of letter of? Of request to board of soups and mayor about this issue that is followed up, you know, out of our December meeting with maybe a little more substance, or is this something? Do we have to bring it back to full council? Because I mean, I would, I would, I think it'd be nice to, you know, send get to, to, you know, raise the issue as soon as we can if we're going to try to get, you know, because everybody's got their hand out right now. I'm assuming. Yeah, um, that one I. I would defer to you, Kyle. I'm not sure how that would work. Do you know? I'm not quite sure, Jesus. I think that's something I'm going to have to look into. Okay. Um, I mean, we can start working on it regardless. Yeah. I believe we have planning and funding ahead of the next council, and I think it's in November, right? In like two weeks, a week, a week's time. Yeah. We have no meetings in November. Our oh, next planning and funding nice. is December sixth. Pretty sure. Okay, so maybe we're it's December at the minimum. But I would like I would like to it'd be nice to, at a minimum if we could bring back for the our December meeting for sure for the full council something that would be in my mind both either a resolution and or a letter and with it at least some sort of like a preliminary you know report or documentation that kind of backs this up. So we have some little package of info that we're giving to the board and to the mayor that says we need this money. This is why we need it, and this is you know ways that it could you know be used, and we're the resource to help you figure out how to keep pushing that forward. 
Okay, so put some number. So like a letter with some some numbers, maybe not a full report. Yeah, right? I I think what I was going to suggest, and I you know, I think it needs a little some sort of a little working group or something. I think we need. Hey Zeus, I know you've got you know I'm I'm assuming you've got some time you could would be able to put to this as a staff person. I think you know I don't want to. I don't know if we put people on the spot here, if there's people that we can tap, um, but you know, I think it would be, it needs, it needs a little, we need some cheerleaders off the council as well to help. Uh, I'm happy to like, you know, do some sidebar meetings with folks and kind of strategize offline about this and help kind of structure it. Um, but I think it would be, you know, good to get as much input and maybe I, Igor, we could, you know, bring it for sure to the next planning and funding and help kind of you know work on it as an item and then bring it to the full council but i think it's you know it, it needs a little bit of work and input from members I, i'm afraid i'm not sure the best way to do this i would suggest a two-step approach the first one would be a fairly simple letter pointing out the importance of trees pointing out how many trees we lose each year just naturally these die so we need a minimum of that number to just stay where we are. We know we have a canopy disparity over the city. We're trying to close that. So we need an additional number of trees to get try to get there. We put those numbers down. Um, and we really emphasize that this is infrastructure. Yeah. Um, this is not right. So because the, the, when we're talking about costs, um, you know, if, if we're talking about the world of infrastructure, then our costs are actually on the low end. Um, right. Right, so I think that's an important kind of thing to keep in mind. That's the first step. The second step is to, for everybody, um, and I think Lou and Ilaria and a number of other people have suggested this, to try to work out how who would be doing this and how would we, if if tomorrow we got all the money in the world, how would we actually execute the the planting? What other things we could do with enough funding? You know, have and really put together a much fuller, more I don't know if appealing is the right word, but more kind of optimistic picture of, of yeah. where we could get with with really a, a robust funding and a robust plan that recognizes the logistical limitations. So um, is that something it, that I, I completely agree. I think that's that's true. Is that something yeah, again, Kyle, I don't know if you have the answer for this, but is that something we would you would we be able to do an action item today that basically gets us so that we can like issue as a council? a letter at least kind of a preliminary letter that kind of outlines those the 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 the, the you know four or five bullet points that I, igor just mentioned and issue that as a letter to the soups and the mayor um from the council as a kind of a prelim and then out of our december meeting we have something a little bit more substantial that we can kind of um uh develop over the next uh month and a half two months Right, Chair Sullivan, I'm, we could, you know, any member of the council could certainly make a motion. It could be, you know, fairly broad and generic, could be very detailed, um, kind of as you outlined right there. Um, so there's there's quite a bit of flexibility in terms of like what action step the council wants to take tonight. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, I don't know. Personally, I think, you know, I hate to, you know, more communication is usually better. And I think um, doing something, you know, Getting something in front of them, you know, before everybody's requests is sitting on their desk is always good too. Um, 
So that, that here, um, uh, there is a, a good amount of language in the um, phase one of the urban forest plan describing the like infrastructural benefits of trees. So that language is there, we have it. Um, like that could just be like almost copy pasted into this letter. Um, because I mean, they should know uh, already if they haven't seen the, the urban forestry plan, like, and we can make sure they see that again. Uh, I think for this, so that makes that part of this letter easy. Um, then I would really would need help on getting those numbers as to what is our like natural like senescing um, rate and um, like how many trees we're just losing, just like new trees that didn't make it, um, storms, things like that. Like that, I would need more help with. I think the rest of that letter kind of just using language from the urban forest plan kind of puts itself together. So I think we can definitely do that. Jesus, I'm happy to help with the numbers. I mean, we basically, then we're also going to look at the annual report that has the number of trees removed. And so between a you know range that that's used for mortality and that number, we can come up with a pretty reasonable estimate. I was going to suck on that too. I was just like, I can help also just by reading the report for like five years. You know, yeah, the, the I, I read the last two reports, you know, and to, to just kind of to give me an idea, you know, and 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 just by looking at it, it just speaks by itself. Now we don't need to know the storm, and we can have maybe the like the big storm that we had last year, for example, that give us a good number, but they, they like they're not happening all the time now. Is they not the cause why we don't have the, so many trees? Lose, we're losing so many trees now. That's not the truth. That's not the, the real cause now. Uh, uh, this, this, this is just adding to our, our problem now. So, um, uh, so, but all of those numbers are right there in, the, in our books right there. So I think uh, it has to be simple. I like the idea of the later two. I like the idea of the structuring. The, I was taking notes of of the way like um, we were just discussing and that Igor was talking about. Um, and, and it should be a simple letter, it doesn't need to be 12 pages. Um, and, and, and just to outline what we're going to prepare for them. And so they are ready to receive the informations in before March, you know. So yeah. I think it's, it's really the, the, the things to do. And uh, so how do we convey information? I can help. You know, but I know with the Brown Act, we can't, we have to set up some kind of meeting somewhat now. And so if, if we have two people that want to work together and do the later, uh, with, 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 you know, so that, that's, that's what I'm, I'm saying, you know. Yeah, well, I think that would be great if we could, uh, if we, if it's able, if we're able to, I think we should craft an action that, uh, you know, gives, empowers you, Igor and Morgan to, um, to um, create with those, you know, items, the um, environmental benefits, the uh, current, um, um, you know, replacement requirements, the anticipated cost, a letter that goes both again to the soups and the board, uh, to the soups and the um, mayor uh, that outlines a budget necessity that is being, uh, the budget shortfall that we, are advocating for filling out of the current finance, uh, budget cycle. And then um, just add that, you know, we will provide 
additional, you know, we're, we're, we're planning to provide additional information um, in December and that we want to, um, you know, get, can be a quick, a, a relatively quick request, but something that we can, you know, that helps, you know, get in front of them immediate, more immediately. I just wanted to say also, you know, because Lou was talking earlier about, you know, like talking about, hey, how other cities do, their, their, you know, their work and everything. And, but we had other cities coming and telling us what they do. And, and then we were doing those smaller groups like last year or before pandemic, you know, we had, um, we, we contacted, I think like Nick and I and, 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 and Black Week actually contacted some city and, and all of them had like a different way to funding, but a lot of their three programs were coming coming from like the you know the sewer infrastructure system or the water system, all those kind of area. Or but the trees planting was already incorporated at the beginning. Now there was a funding source for planting for all of of a lot of those cities that actually did well now. Um, and so, but I don't know if you wanna when you write a letter to the to the boss supervisor. Hey, look, those other people they they do it better than us. <laughs> Not better than us, but they find another way that works for them. Now, so um, you know, I I don't know how you wanna add any to it. We we can give them to the OQCV that how they did it. You know, but it it should not be you know pointing finger. If you well, don't you think they would be interested in alternatives that are effective? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I don't see it pointing fingers. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. And but you know, we haven't heard really, and a lot of them will add like a structure to plant trees, not just to maintain the trees. You know, they had like either a tax or something that. Through their infrastructure department to take care of the trees at the beginning. That's a gap that we have here. There's, there's no having a skill to to plan. I mean, that's like part of the bigger conversation, I think, because like you know, Elario was mentioning that earlier. It's one of the big things that I think we were really helpful in working with Fuff in you know getting uh, the trees and you know helping support the whole effort to you know get the trees. Um, from private uh, street trees from being, you know, managed by the private citizens, and that was, you know, a big deal to do. And I think, you know, it's something like that. You know, there's like a, there's like a, you know, that's a bigger conversation I think than like getting some immediate funding for the just kind of we're just trying to keep up with the canopy right now, not like think about innovative different ways of how we're going to fund you know, the urban forestry broadly. And I think that's a great conversation to have, but yeah, there's lots of different ways we can do it. And I think, you know, well, I think that's, you know, looking at other cities strategies is, would be fantastic. Andrew, help me real quick. Um, we're an advisory body. So we're going to formulate a letter and send it up the chain and try and get eyes on with the board of soups. Which city department is actually requesting the quote unquote, 22 to $30 million over three years, the request, because it, would it be public works? Would it be PUC? Would it be like, which division, which, which department is actually putting the request in for this funding? I think it's a, 
urban forestry council requesting that the city up the budget i don't know that we maybe we we might you know if igor you and morgan with uh jesus and kyle are trying to kind of help create this letter we should we should have an answer to that because i i would assume it would be a multi i i think it has to be you know that's the second half that's the second letter be a multi kind of yeah, it is, but right. Because I think how agencies it's more than just one city agency that would be recipient of, and I think it would have to be you know managed in you know different ways by by uh, public works, by PUC, by um, so I you know I don't I I, I don't know I, that's a really really good point, and I don't think they probably have a discretionary way to assign that kind of a budget to, you know, the general, the general fund or a general number that would then be distributed. Maybe there is, I don't know. That's hey, hey, I can, knowledge about those city. I can budgets. elaborate a little bit. The, the department has to request it. So it is a two part thing where the, whichever requesting department needs to put that in their budget. There's a prioritization where, um, uh, the. Different departments will sometimes hold back on on some requests because they they don't think that it's um, like that their highest priority. Uh, they'll rank things um, that it can go a couple of different ways, and sometimes you'll you'll see that um, get criticized. And uh, but that's usually a, a very internal discussion, and then. Uh, externally, there, there's a lot of pressure on the mayor's office to to include things. Who the, and it's ultimately the mayor's budget that goes before the board of supervisors. So if if you're are going to direct that to someone, ultimately it would be you know a plea to the mayor to include that in the in the budget and a plea to the board of supervisors to approve the budget as written or or. Um, if it's not in the mayor's budget to to override it and make that change, which they they have the authority to do, but they don't usually do much massaging of it. They'll they'll strike line items or change line items or amounts, but um, the mayor's budget in our city and county combination has a lot of weight. Yeah, and then we get into our ten-year master budgets and then our two-year cycle budgets. And then our budget cuts and now we're going into a budget deficit that the mayor just put out. It's. It's a, it's a tricky task to yeah. back in for a big ask like that. Uh, mid budget cycle, um, and then for a department to actually step up and ask for that type of money. And then also have to potentially cut other things that they may have been pre planning for for the last 5 to 7 years that they've been waiting on and now to go in and ask for. A large scale, you know, there, this, this would take some community effort. This would take more pressure. This would take a lot of, you know, involvement to get the ear of downtown to get this pushed through so quickly. Yeah, great. Do you guys, sorry, I have a quick question. Do you guys have a sense of um, what are the neighborhoods that would be more benefiting from this uh, tree planting? I know it's citywide, but do you have a sense of that? I should know that maybe I don't. Do you guys know? Uh, the planning has a environmental justice map uh, 
that I can forward after the meeting. Oh yeah, okay. It's there, the, the tree canopy? Uh, not specifically tree canopy, but benefiting from uh, <clears throat> just like environment, like natural infrastructure. Yeah. Is, I think the most powerful uh, measurement is, and I don't know if it was in the master or in the urban forest plan, I think it came out afterwards, uh, but is trees per street mile. And I love that because it it looks like what you would have expected. Uh, it sort of ref reflects that, but it, it put number puts numbers to that. And uh, I, I think some of the areas that don't have as many trees, it's just going to be challenging to saturate because of conflicts. Um, but but we, at least helps to your point, Alaria. It's like figure out where do we need the trees the most. Um, and then, like I talked about during the planting discussion, um, we, you can also look at uh, where we've removed trees over the years, and that tends to be across the north and then down the middle. Um, and that, that reflects the maintenance activities where we, we're building this backlog of, of replacement trees that need to be planted. So, Andrew, you may remember, we touched on this maybe last year or the year before. Um, and there was a tree basin inventory and a potential um, tree basin sidewalk cut map, Nick, that I think you at PW was putting together. And then I don't know if you've been working off that map, but um, the issue was brought up of underground utilities, of the potential of those utilities being in those potential sidewalk basins that could harbor a new tree. Did any um, any further work get done on that? I mean, that's a great place to start. It sounds like you guys already did a bunch of work pre-planning to find new spots in the city. And then I think it, I don't know if it kind of fell off or we haven't heard about it, but I know you've done a lot of work on that. So there's a potential already for sites in the city that could plug in a new tree. Doesn't ring a bell? We have We have that. Info, I remember providing it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, not to be uh, contrarian there, I've worked with some of those data sets and uh, not often, like not fully incorrect, but often I found that the some of the basins that were supposed to already be cut were not always there. So like the the, the entire data set isn't the most reliable, just from my experience doing that outreach. That's where we found it was important to put a, a bid item for um, for the contractor, like a line item on the bid uh, for cutting basins and shifting basins and being able to make those decisions. Because if it's if it's a contract structured where if it's not perfect, they have to walk away, you're going to have a lot of those instances. So factoring that in for um, being able to do that under supervision, making sure that the contractor is not just coming up with additional work all the time, but that there would be the um, back and forth saying we identify these issues and is this modification approved. Just a super quick comment regarding what Damon said. Um, I think this letter and this whole discussion is useful 
beyond the city hall and downtown in that if they have that letter in hand and suddenly some kind of gigantic set of federal funds falls into their lap, they can point to the letter and say, ha, well, you know what? We have this real need for trees identified right here. Let's go federal funds. Um, so I, I, I agree with everything David said, but I'm just thinking, I'm thinking of this as a broader kind of policy instrument. Yeah. Um, Okay. Um, I, agree. So I, I agree, Damon. You know, I, I know everybody's got issues with like wanting, you know, asks for their budget and reasons that they don't want to fund different projects and all that stuff. And I, like I said, you know, I, given the mayor's um, attitude and, and and issues with cat with the cat with a climate action plan, I'm not, you know, going to hold my breath at all. But I think we need to just get something out front there and let, make clear that there's a gap and we need we need you know this to be more of a priority or the it's just going to you know the urban forestry issues will keep getting worse and the city needs to you know put up and at least keep everybody on notice and you know because if we don't ask aside from fuff and you know nick or other a couple of other people at public works you know nobody else is pushing for it so whether we get our hand you know get, Oh, no. Andrew, I, I support the idea wholeheartedly. I think I was just trying to drill down on exactly if the mayor does come back, what department is actually asking for these funds. I appreciate it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, okay, so then it sounds this is we're getting far into the time. Uh, it sounds like for today's action item, it would be to get this letter moving um, with like a working group of uh, Igor and Morgan for for now. That's what we're looking at. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then I just if they're on if they're on board, yeah. And can we uh, can part of the action be that they, that we have them um, uh, draft the preliminary ask related to the 10,000 trees and forward to Ideally, if we can ahead of the December meeting, I, I think. Okay. Just to head off serial meeting situation, I, I think that um, just taking the, the data that's in the annual reports is going to be the best way to, to go as most robust numbers that exist. Uh, but I'm, I'm all ears for kinds of data that you would like to have collected. Um, Supervisor Peskin while wearing his uh, Transportation Authority Commissioner hat uh, added to uh, our funding requirement that we have to report on young tree mortality. So we uh, were starting to collect that, but um, I this is probably no surprise, but if you want us to look back in our data to find new information it is very difficult but going forward uh if we know where we need to measure something we, that information is going to be available um down the road and um, we'll, we'll continue to collect that but i just want to avoid like don't, don't don't message me or email me asking for for numbers outside of that if you guys are working together okay um and for igor and morgan our uh urban forestry fellow just took 
all of the surveys since uh, Prop E um, and cross-reference them, compile all those numbers and survey responses into one single document to make them more accessible. And then also like fact-checked from the reports that we made to see if there were any like misrepresented numbers on the reports from survey responses. So that's all pretty ready to go on one spreadsheet um, for y'all to look at once we get moving with this. We finished that today, actually. So <laughs> perfect timing. Um. Do we have to restate this as an action before we can vote, I suppose, huh? That's right, Chair Sullivan. I'm sorry? Uh, that, that's correct, Chair Sullivan. We would need a motion. Um, if anybody has a better handle on how to phrase this. Um, you are you envision a two part thing motion to start work on letters describing the funding needs for tree planting in San Francisco. Beautifully said. I move. <laughs> a second. There's a lot of follow up for me in here, I feel like, uh, regarding next steps, but I'm excited. Does anyone else have to? Is it a third or is it just a second? Just a second. Okay. With the chair's permission, we can open it up to public comment. Please. Members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now press star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it's your turn to speak. And seeing no colleagues in the queue, public comment on this item is closed. We lost permission. Sir, with the chair's permission, I'll now call the roll. Please. Chair Sullivan? Aye. Vice Chair Crawford? Aye. Member Lachin? Aye. Member Vese Favel? Aye. Member Poloni is excused. Member Nagel? Aye. Member Sochiel? Aye. Member Sullivan is excused. Member Spiegelman. Aye. Member Salvadori. Aye. Member Trang is excused. Member Potter is excused. Member Stringer. Aye. The motion passes. We did it. <laughs> With the chair's permission, we can proceed to item eight. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, item eight is committee reports. This item is for discussion. Uh, we have reports for the planning and funding committee. The speaker is Igor Lachin, committee chair, and the landmark tree ad hoc 
committee, the speakers, Mike Sullivan, committee chair. There was no planning funding because we didn't have either the speaker or the quorum. So we will revisit all that um, when we get a chance. So that's it for me. Um, Mike isn't here, but there's no uh, landmark tree um, committee either. Okay, comment. Members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item to now press star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it's your turn to speak. And seeing no callers in the queue, public comment on this item is closed. Uh, with the chair's permission, we can proceed to item nine. Yep. Okay. Item nine is staff report on recent work performed by the Urban Forestry Program on behalf of the Urban Forestry Council. The speaker is Jesus Lozano, Urban Forestry Council coordinator. This item is for discussion. Hi. <laughs> so just to make it brief, um, still have all three uh, speakers lined up for um, planning and funding, pending some uh, elaboration specifically for Mission Verde. Um, we have finally got an increase in uh, responses for the report. Um, the report structure has already been laid out, starting to like work on how that's gonna look in writing. Um, like I said, the fellow has put together a good amount of the recent data. Uh, for that report uh, and um, some landmark trees have passed and working on getting that on the website. That's that's like all the big things, other little things are going on, but for another time. I'm not sure if it's me, but I saw if you're breaking up or if it's my video. Uh, my item's done. Okay. I think, yeah. We do. Uh, do we have to do public comment on that? If there's no discussion, we can open it up to public comment. Just one moment. Okay, members of the public that wish to make a public comment on this item should now dial star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. And seeing no calls in the queue, public comment on this item is closed. With the chair's permission, we can proceed to item 10. Okay, item 10, Urban Forestry Council member announcements. This item is for discussion. Nicholas Crawford, Bureau of Urban Forestry. Um, just wanted to follow up, I did get married. So I'm very married now that happened. Um, and then it's also my six year anniversary here. Um, and 
my other board membership on the Society of Commercial Arborists was six years and one month. So next month, this will be my longest board term. So I'm very excited, proud of, of everything. And in light of that, I wanted to do a throwback and let you know that uh, a resolution that we passed in 2018 was finally approved by the Board of Supervisors. So the uh, California Buckeye at 2694 McAllister Street is finally a landmark tree. <laughs> so just wanted to share. Sometimes things move slowly. Sometimes they move very slowly, but we finally got that one recognized. Um. Jesus, a Forestry Council coordinator. Uh, I just want to, uh, I'm not a member, but an announcement that the Environment Department just put out a pretty big $2 million RFP uh, for all kinds of um, and SF environment related work. Um, I will be forwarding that to y'all soon. Hopefully, you can uh, share it with any CBOs. Uh, I think it's limited to uh, 5013 C's, but um, please, please share that as wide as you can. It's a good stewardship bit that I got to write, so. I have a quick announcement. Um, I have a lot of little bishop pine in one garden that will love to be planted somewhere. Um, so I donate some to CNPS. I don't know. What are they? Bishop pine. Oh. So, you know, I have some toy pine and some coulter, but, you know, I have a lot of bishop that need a new home. So, um, you know, I know a lot of people don't like pine trees. So. If anyone wants some pine, that'll be great to find them a home for them. So just email me and, uh, or direct me to some uh, association or something that I can give them some. Uh, they need a good What's home. The size are you talking about? I'm sorry? The size and quantity you're talking about? I got, they want gallons. They're little guys, you know, but uh, I got yeah. a lot. <laughs> a lot? <laughs> uh, you know, maybe 50, 70. Maybe I have a Stern Grove. You know, so I got a lot of all of that. Yes. So. <laughs> so every year I have too many trees for some species and things like that. I had a donation from Cal Fire that pushed me with like too many bishop, you know. That I already had some bishop and so I lo I'm losing my balance. Later on when Nick has the nursery, when I have leftover on a little small, I can send it to Nick for the nursery and I can keep growing them, you know. Um, and, but, uh, and same for oak trees, uh, but right now I have a lot of bishop pine, uh, and I don't want, to, I don't want to lose them. They'll be, uh, so that's, the, that's it. You just think about it. <laughs> if you yeah, know Morgan, Kelly, Kelly Cornell with the recreation and park department reforestation program may be interested in some of those trees for in and around Golden Gate park. Yeah. And they don't need water. I can tell you that if it grow in a nat natural area, you can plant the one gallon on Bishop Pine in the country of San Francisco, and they will be growing fine. 
So maybe not in sand, but in other grounds, um, we don't water them in months which will, but it's a natural fitting, so, and we don't have sand, but, you know, it's a pretty tough native tree. So until, you know, they get sick eventually later on, you know, um, but, you know, they, they're good for uh, the ecosystem. Um, Bildico might also be interested for Sutra stewards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, the Sutra stewards is almost Sutra, so. That's uh, Muricata, right? The species? So I can let Elika know in case she doesn't like them. I think that was you, Margaret Maricata. Okay. Yes, 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 yeah. It's not as tall than a monolith pine, no? I don't I still get peach canker. Maybe not as much than than uh, than a Monterey pine for now, but this pine is tricky now. They may just and if it stay dry, they may all have peach canker. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. You know, and if you guys know nice, uh, the people who want some pine, I maybe throw some hooks in it. <laughs> Okay, I think uh, if there's nothing else, do public comment on Kyle. Okay, members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now press star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. And seeing no callers in the queue, public comment on this item is closed. With the chair's permission, we can proceed to item 11. Yep. Okay, the next item is item 11, new business future agenda items. This item is for discussion. Council members can introduce new agenda items for future consideration by the council. And we have a handful of things coming to the next planning and funding that will be I'm assuming bringing forward, and I apologize, I just can't remember off the top of my head what they are. Uh, I have one that I um, uh, gave to Jesus recently, but we are putting together an RFP for street level LIDAR, where a, a vehicle drives through the city and scans um, everything that they have line of sight for from the street and creates a, a tree inventory of which great, works great for street trees, um, not great for trees that are uh, on some of the, our rights of way that are unpaved, but they can also walk it and do a scan like that. So we wanted to um, see if we can um, assemble the funding. 
at the moment we have an interim director who is very interested in this so i would like to do that while she is in that seat um can prioritize that uh but i i have that as a, an agenda item so i can't take any questions about it we can't discuss it right now but i um i will be coming to you to let you know about that i've got two things um one i think it was probably in a planning and funding committee uh discussed also, just to figure out what we would want out of LIDAR um, in this group here. Um, Igor, I development in a recent meeting also with Nick, um, it sounds like San Jose, Santa Clara County did um, in the last year or two LIDAR for the city. Um, and I'm hoping to get in contact with one of them. So uh, be reaching out to you if that is the case uh, to meet with them to get that discussion going. Um, and then uh, I think we've mentioned it a bunch of times, but um, Mission Verde is wanting to to come to this uh, platform to discuss their work. Um, I think for now, Ilaria, would you want to meet with them as like a pre-meeting to to figure out what that would look like? Um, I think I discussed it with you a little bit, Andrew, but it sounded from like today's discussion that Ilaria was um, is focused on topics like this. Um, so I just was interested in knowing if you were. Uh, sorry, to... can you can you repeat the the group? What you, what is the group that I need? To... Yeah. yeah, Mission Verde. They. Uh... Mission Verde. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They do sure. a lot of the watering. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy to help. Um, sure. All right. But maybe we need to talk a little bit before I meet, just to understand. Uh... Of the meeting, but I'm happy to Yeah. If you want me to, if you want to drag me into that uh, convo, just let me know. Great. Yeah. I also thought um, uh, um, to both triangle uh, neighborhood association. They were interested in maybe talking, presenting as well some of the stuff they've been doing and bugging Nick about this street trees and tree planting there. So. Uh, we might uh, either get them at the same meeting or follow up, but also just kind of neighborhood association point of view about what they're doing to try to um, uh, find ways to get trees in the ground and help out with watering and that sort of thing. Sorry, which uh, which organization? I I blanked. Uh, Dubose Triangle. I've not heard from them directly, but we'll reach out for it. If we have a good amount of nonprofits or the groups that want to come. I can help with contact info for Mission Verde or DuPost Triangle if you're looking for emails or phone numbers. I've already had a call with Josh. He's He's ready to talk to us. Yeah. Uh, also facilitate. I need... Sorry, Andrew, I interrupted you. Oh no, it's okay. I apologize. No, no. Um, I I can also facilitate with the DTA and the Depose Triangle stuff if we need to. Yeah, that I would need. Uh, but Josh already has told me he's ready for a okay. phone call. It actually, just hit a year. Of watering all the trees. 
last week, a week before the ninth. I think that's all. Um, there's some um, Urban Forest Council funding item, um, but as I got update to that, um, Peter put in those work orders yesterday, but I think that was what you wanted to discuss, Andrew, in a recent meeting. Um, we can still touch on that later. Yeah, sure. If there's nothing else, I think we do uh, public comment. Members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now press star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it's your turn to speak. And see no callers in the queue, public comment on this item is closed. With the chair's permission, we could proceed to the final item. Do it. Okay. The next item is item 12, adjournment. The meeting is adjourned. The time is 7.58 p.m. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, everyone. Everybody, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Everyone. Thanks, Morgan. Nice work. Thank you. Thanks, Morgan.